What's up, YouTubeites? Welcome to Lords of the Lawnbox presents the cover price top 10 for the week ending um, August, September 25th. Uh, it's doesn't feel like September where I'm at, maybe where you're at, but it's a sweltering 95 degrees. I know I keep on complaining about the heat, but I'm getting so over it. So uh, while you guys are congregating, uh, let's just uh, let's just bust out something real fast, man. Let's just uh, you know, let's just say the word. up you tubanites and that's why you play a nice little intro because in that time that we played the intro we gained another 35 viewers so you know if you ever seen that movie i'm gonna get you sucker every good hero needs his own theme song if you uh for all you old heads i'm i'm gonna get you sucker so i don't need to introduce nemesis prime and uh zach but let's introduce laura Lee, laura officially as Milady of the long box Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. I can't even yes. tell you. This is just. She'll be a regularly irregular <laughs> on the show. So uh, <laughs> however schedules will be. Uh, so uh, once again, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top 10 covering the uh, hottest trending books 
uh, selling wise, percentage, and price wise. Uh, go over to price guide or go to coverprice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. For the low price, $6.99 a month, or sign up for a two week free trial. Dare I say it's the price of a McRib meal. Gosh darn it, you better bring back the McRib. I'm sweltering heat. At least give me a McRib. That's what I say. So is also sponsor our friends over at myslabs.com. Go to myslabs.com for all your slabbing selling needs. If you ever have a 60,000 book you want to sell, 0% seller fees. So just throwing that out there for you people who own $60,000 books. But uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the Cover Price Top 10, sponsored by Cover Price. And as always, there's one that doesn't quite crack the top 10, and we'd like to call that our runner-up. That's what makes this list unique. What do we have for this week's runner-up? Well, if you want to mix a Disney princess and Spider-Man, this is your book. Edge of Spider-Verse, number four, the one in 10 ratio variant from Helen Chen from Marvel Comics. You know the sentiment of the community. There's a new first appearance of the Spider-centric characters in a book. The community usually moves to pick it up. This book is a brand new and features two first appearances in Sun Spider and Spinstress, which was collectors acquiring both these books. It also features the first disabled Spider character in Sun Spider, a welcome inclusion to the new uh, Spider-Verse, adding a sweet one in 10 design variant by Helen Chen. You have a nice recipe for a high spot on the runner up list. We tracked 43 copies sold last week, seven day uptrend of 115% and had a high sale of $16 for a raw copy with current near mint fair market values of about $9 right now. Wow. So we have quite possibly have every iteration of a spider that we could possibly have. Uh, good. Um, Man, that's crazy. But that's good though. But I can't wait for the the animated movie to come out. Well, give us a trailer, Sony. What's wrong yep. with you? We need the trailer. Gosh darn it. So, Edge of Spider-Verse number 4, the Helen Chen design variant, 1 in 10. Kind of uh, kind of very Disney princess looking if uh, on the front. She sings, like, man. She sings in this issue. That's the whole point. Of course she does, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Ooh, hello. There's a there's a very specific uh, cadence for Disney songs. If you ever noticed, like the uh, every Disney song has like there's like a there's like a, what was that girl's name that uh, what's his name butchered her name uh, Adina Menzel or whatever. Mm. What like was that girl's voice. name? That what's his name? That, man, you really narrowed <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Yeah, exactly. really narrowed it down there. Uh, John no, Travolta. John Travolta like tried to say her name during the Oscars, and he and he, it was her name was I think Adina Menzel, and he was just like uh, Tetrazzini Manzelli or some shit like that. It, it was awful. It was awful, man. I'm still I'm I'm still cracking up about Snoop Dogg last night. Check out my Instagram if you didn't see Snoop Dogg on the Wheel of Fortune. Oh my god! Oh, I saw that. He, yeah. Oh. My God, it is hilarious. So let's get on. Let's get up. What do we got for the top 10? So rounding it out at number 10, we've Ooh, got I like it. Deceased, War of the Undead Gods, number two, the Sun Kamanaki, one in 50 variant. While War of the Undead Gods may not be debuting new characters, it certainly features beautiful artwork from Sun Kamanaki. Kamanaki previously illustrated beautiful covers for the ladies of titles like Naughty and Nice, Mostarella, and Vampirella. We tracked it at a high sale of $60 for a raw copy, current fair market value of $45. Note so for Lord's funny. son is female. I'm not really sure. Yes. So is this a, a, another Wonder Woman or what is this? Where's my DC people at? It's, uh, yeah, it's Donna Troy. Sandsmark, right? Or, or, San, uh, Sammy, yeah, Cassie, uh, Cassie Sandsmark. Sidmark, sorry. Yeah. Cassie San, Sidmark. Sandsmark. I thought you said Cassie Skidmark there for a second. I'm back <laughs> to it. I was like, that is not a good name for a character. I'm sorry. But number 10 on the list is Deceased. War of the Undead Gods, number two. Very uh, 
art germish and yeah. actually you know what i was gonna say it's it's a combination of art germ and natalie sanders if you look at the face that's natalie mm. sanders like face like on that one but uh yeah and tivo she's see. super hot in real life too you guys need to look her up uh frank frankie's right son is fine she's beautiful well i thought you meant the character i was like there's a real life no girl. like the <laughs> artist she's she's stunning oh really all right. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have to look her up. Is she uh, stateside or is she uh, uh, in Japan based? I'm not sure. She kind of gives off like really sexy, sultry Angelina Jolie vibes, though. Shit, that's all you got to get. Oh, that's all you had. You sold it sultry. All right. Uh, <laughs> number ten on the list: Deceased War the God, Undead Gods. Number two: The Sun, Kamunaki. One in fifty. Very wow. It's pretty rare for DC to do one in fifty, right? Mm. All right. Uh, we got returning champion for number nine. What is it? All right, The Incredible Hulk, number 256 from 1980. The first appearance of Sadra finally falls from her two-week reign on this list's top spot to number nine. We tracked 22 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 65%, with a high sale of 369 for a CGC 9.6 and a raw, fine, fair market value of $59. Yeah, man. This is a uh, dollar bin to hundred dollars now. I mean, good lord, how quickly things escalate. Um, just wait till the World One Night special comes out. There, there's going to be crazy mad speculation uh, uh, when that comes out because you know th- there's already been Twitter uh, reactions for people who are lucky enough to view the first episode, and you know, and you know, and I asked you know one of the guys that. Uh, this is a YouTuber who has like 600,000 uh, subscribers or something like that, uh, Cosmic Wonder. And he went to see and I asked him to verify a, a certain character. And he said, it's yes, you know, because, you know, we all knew it was coming. But he said, yes, it is indeed her. But we'll get to that in a second. Number nine, listen, Incredible Hulk, number 256. All right. What do we got for number eight? Uh, we got another D23 book that's still on this list. Iron Man number 219 from 1987. So upon the announcement of the Thunderbolts lineup at D23, Ghost is one of the members to see a significant boost in sales and only member to hold the spot in the top 10 three weeks in a row. We tracked 12 copies sold last week, seven-day uptrend of 132% with a high sale of $137.08 for a CGC 9.8. Fair market value currently in the VF conditions are about 27 bucks for this one. So everybody thought she was a one and done, but she's coming back. So there you go. Like her or not. I always thought like in Ant-Man and the Wasp, like her power set was, she was, uh, she was one of those kind of gray area, you know, wasn't truly a hero or villain, but you know, you know, but you could feel for her, you know, you could see where her plight was, but you know, um, but you know, she kind of went about it a little aggressively, mm. but uh, we shall see. So number eight on the list is Iron Man number 219. And speaking of Werewolf by Night, what do we got for number seven? Number seven, we have Marvel Presents number one from 1975. So the upcoming Werewolf by Night Halloween special will release very soon. You would think Elsa Hold on a Blood- second, Zach. Can I, yes. can, can I just have a moment to say, I told you so? All right, go ahead. <laughs> you told me so? I know I told everybody so way back when on Longest Reckless. <laughs> yeah. You very much did. You very much did. So, however, this issue received the most traction due to the show's time frame, the central location of Bloodstone Temple, and the likely reference, reference or inclusion of Ulysses Bloodstone, who debuted in this issue of Marvel Presents. Track 21 copies sold, seven day trend of 81%, high sale of $170 for a CGC 9.4, and a rare, fine, fair market value of $20. 
And as I was alluding to, um, indeed, Elsa Bloodstone does appear in the Halloween special. So um, for those who are thinking about buying Bloodstone, buy it now before the show comes out. Because, you know, it's sometimes it takes a, a bolt of lightning for people to actually believe it happens to see it on screen. But, you know, there was casting news and everything. But I've gotten confirmation that Elsa Bloodstone does truly appear in the Halloween special. So there you go. But this is her pop. So Marvel Presents number one coming in at number seven. What do we got for number six? Well, six. That's you, Justin. I'm going to let you take that one. All right. One. All right. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so Harley Quinn, the 30th anniversary special number one from, of course, uh, Art Germ. This is the one in 50, though, foil variant. So Harley Quinn is one of the most popular characters in DC and Art Germ is a highly sought after cover artist. Combine these two with a shiny, hard to find one in 50 ratio anniversary cover and you have gold or should I say chrome. This 30th anniversary cover captures the femme fatales, Harley and Ivy, and the captured Batgirl in the corner panel is a fun little addition to this fantastic cover. Last week, track 34 copies sold a seven-day uptrend of 50% with a high sale of 80 bucks for a raw copy. Near mint copies running you at current fair market value about 47 bucks. Stop the presses. Two DC books on the list. Oh, my God. When's the last time that happened? Jeez. Uh, probably when they were doing those Fortnite variants, right? So, uh, yeah. So before we get to number five on the list, let's hear from our sponsor, MySlabs. Tired of paying outrageous fees? Join the 1% revolution. The platform designed by collectors for collectors just got even better. MySlabs.com is proud to now feature dedicated sections for both raw cards and raw comic books. Browse over 100,000 slab collectibles authenticated by the industry's most trusted grading companies. Then check out a massive selection of sealed wax and now raw singles and raw lots. Join a passionate, no-nonsense community of nearly 50,000 members and enjoy some of the best buyer and seller protection in the business. And as always, MySlabs offers one of the most disruptive pricing models in the hobby with seller fees as low as only 1%. So the next time you're forced to pay 10%, 20% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com, the low-fee marketplace by collectors for collectors. Wait, so there's a one in ten going to dark variant on those of this? That's uh, I hadn't seen that one. There were so many variants for this though. Yeah. I mean, is it is it is it chromium glow in the dark? Is that even possible? But uh yeah. Do you remember back in the like the eighties and nineties when glow in the dark covers were all the thing? Uh for all of you kids remember that you had to actually put it in sunlight for X amount of time for actually for it to glow in the dark. <laughs> yeah, Go Ghost Rider fifteen, I that, think. That's the, the one I have. Yeah, yeah, I have the Ghost Rider with the skull, right? Yep, that's uh, the one. There's also a Spectre one, I want to say. There's a Spectre one that's a glow-in-the-dark uh, cover as well that came out uh, maybe late 80s, early 90s, right around that time. All right, number six on the list, Harley Quinn, 30th anniversary special, number one from good old Stanley Art Term Lau. All right, what's well, only apro that Laura from Bird City Comics gets this one. Yay. All right. Eight Billion Genies, number one. This is the Trish Forstner Bird City Comics exclusive. It's the Super Mario 3 homage. Uh, black fourth printing limited to 500. Last week, a fourth printing of the popular Super Mario's 3 cover of Eight Billion Genies, number one, went on sale at Bird City Comics, featuring a simple background swap of an all-black cover. 
Half the print run was provided to the online community with a limit of two per person. In less than two minutes, it was sold out. Since then, copies have been hitting the secondary market and selling quickly. We tracked 19 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 97% with a high sale of 150 for a raw copy. If you missed out, no stress as the rest of the print run will be sold at Baltimore Comic-Con. However, getting a copy will be very competitive based on the current market demand. Good luck. Uh, anything else uh, you want to add? I meant, I mean, I know a lot of people got a lot of uh, this FOMO for this, even though you guys knew was coming, you know, you can't expect to show up five minutes and be like, it's sold out. I couldn't get any. It happens to uh, hot covers for online retailers. It happens with Kara's comics or whomever, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I was grateful we even had the opportunity to release it again, you know, just in case anybody didn't get the first time around. But uh, Anthony is a collector, so he likes to keep the print runs low. And yeah, but we we were very, very grateful with this one. Yeah, I mean, only 500. So and you can buy two each. So maybe 250 people got them, maybe at that. Because uh, I doubt some anybody just bought one, right? Um, a couple so. people did actually. There were a couple single sales. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. So, uh, so if you if they want, they can have the Baltimore uh, Baltimore City Comic Con, and you guys will have some, right? Yeah, we are going to be at the short box booth at that con. So find us there. All righty. So number five on the list is eight billion genies. Number one, Trish Forstner. I, I mean, it just it's just. The perfect homage. Mario things are hot right now. Any Mario. I mean, it's even got the official image logo that looks like the (laughs) NES logo on the bottom there. So you should have known when the first time the yellow cover came out that this is going to continue to be hot. And it's post-pandemic reprints are all the rage. All right. So what do we have for number four? Number four, we have West Coast Avengers number 46. So if you've been watching She-Hulk, Mr. Immortal debuted on the latest episode, which sent speculators searching for his key appearances. This is not only his first appearance, but also the first team appearance of the Great Lake Avengers, of which he was a member. Tracked 24 copies sold, seven-day trend of 81%, high sale of $86 for a CGC 9.6, and a raw near-mint copy has a fair market value of $13. I like the story about how Mr. Immortal's been married so many times because he can just, you know, live forever. <laughs> so that's why I mean, he's in divorce court. <laughs> but wow, I this I mean, if there's such a thing as a dollar bin book, this is probably a 50 cent bin book. I swear. I, West Coast Avengers number 46. Nobody was like out there looking for this one. You know what I'm saying? But they are now. Number four on the list, West Coast Avengers number 46 from 1989 for a CC 9.64. Only $86. But uh, I don't know if, uh, how long that will go, that will stay. You know what I mean? That, I have a feeling this may fade until the sunlight or moon, whatever the hell. It'll <laughs> fade away. What do we got for number three? Is that Justin? That's you. Oh, you want me to take this one? All right, so we're back to regular numbers. All right, Midnight Suns number one, the Kevin Eastman one <laughs> using, in 25. Uh, uh, wait, wait a second. We're using our real names, not our makeup names? <laughs> I was thinking we're like... We went a little out of order, but... Yeah, we went crazy out of order there. So anyway, yeah. uh, Midnight Suns number one, Kevin Eastman, the one in 25 ratio ba- variant is back on the list this week. Kevin Eastman, of course, the legend. 
who brought one of the greatest, if not most significant, indie comics to fruition in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. His name carries some weight with fans picking up his work when they can. Recently, Eastman returned to do some work on the Marvel book, which hasn't happened often. This 1 in 25 ratio of Aaron has added bonus of featuring the Midnight Suns comprised of Blade, Wolverine, Magic, Spirit Rider, and Nico Minora. All characters with a dynamic following amongst the community. Tracked 40 copies sold last week at a seven-day uptrend of 118%. High sale of 40 bucks for a raw copy with current FMV and near mint conditions for about 27. Has the game even come out yet? Have, have, uh, has next game, month. The, next month. Wow. I feel like so, it is. Yeah. So I like I keep on saying, keep on putting put this in your pull box because the uh, I have a feeling the hunter is a major character in the Midnight Suns video game, so it's all, I think it's a matter of time before she makes her appearance in the comic books because you know it's a playable character. You know uh, why not? You know it makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Uh, dare I say it? Read the tea leaves. Anyway, yeah. Right, number three. What's in the list, that hold, What's what's that spirit writer's holding in this though? I don't I don't get it. Did they, did they, did they color that in? What is it's that? It's like a hammer or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> it, I mean, doesn't it? Is it just me or does it look it's free? Like they forgot to like. What? Yeah, he uh, forgot this guy. And he's got his pinky out like he's drinking a fine glass of wine. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very like this stands out to me. Like if I were you show me this is a marble cover, I wouldn't believe you. Like if it, you blotted out the marble right. logo and, and you know, it just doesn't, it feels more indie than anything else. That's maybe mm-hmm. that's why it's so unique. And plus there's Kevin Eastman has a, has a large following uh, from, you know, from his days from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and uh, all that other stuff. Uh, all right. So let's get to number two. All right. I'll take this one. Avengers X-Men Eternals. Oh Judgment no. Day. Free Comic Book Day 2022. Blade's daughter, Bloodline, makes her long-awaited appearance in this hard-to-find 1 in 1,000 variant from the talented Peach Momoko. Bloodline is set to appear again in the Halloween special Crypt of Shadows Number 1. However, this is trending primarily due to speculation around Marvel's casting of 14-year-old actress Mulan Ray for an unknown role in Marvel's Blade film in development. We tracked 39 copies sold at a seven-day trend of 152%, with a high sale of 1125 for a CGC 9.8. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> for a free there book. is a long and sorted history about this character. I think she was first announced at San Diego Comic-Con to be in a comic back in like 2017 or 2018, and it never came out. Mm-hmm. It just never came out. And since we've invoked the name Peach Moko, you know what we gotta do, right? It's inevitable, just like Thanos. Hey guys, it's Lou here, your out of shape comic book collector, and I'm welcoming you to another episode of What to Put in Your Box. Oh man, you're not gonna believe this, dude. Your book came back a 9 8. A 9 8? Karate kick! It's Comic Lou here, and this is another episode of our Top 10, where the comics we talk about, ironically, are on my eBay store. And I'm here, joined by the comic sensei from Alaska himself, Kevin. What's up, guys? We got our Top 10 books. This is on our Top 10 here. It's uh, Peach Momoko. Peach Momoko! Take a look. I love Peach Momoko. 
dude, what? Dude, it's my book. Dude, stop! It's my book! Dude, stop! Man, I'm T-Ho from Lords of the Short Box. Screw that guy, British style. Yo, DJ Curse Words, kick it! First things first, I say all the words inside my head. I'm tired of and tired of the way the things are Man, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Sorry. It's so we have to do it. It's just if you invoke the name of certain people, we just gotta do it. Shout out to Comic Lou, uh to shout out to Comic Lou. Tom the the Agents Comics of Alaska. They promised me that DJ Curse Words will be making a return. So uh look out for that. If you're not following Agents Comics of Alaska on Instagram, they are freaking hilarious. And uh Tim, I looked so. that up. That was twenty fifteen they announced that. Wow. Yeah, the, the blade yeah. thing. Yeah, so the Blade That's thing. wild. It, it was she was going to be in a comic book, not a movie. So mm -hmm. it, during one of the panels in in at uh, like you know how they had the panels that they just talk about comic books. They said, "Oh yeah, Blade's daughter's coming," and then then they even had like uh, previews for it. Yep, and it was in solicitations. Yeah, solicitations yeah. came out and, and it never came out. So now you have it. So opens up all kinds of possibilities of possibly maybe seeing her in the Blade movie. You never know, but that's what speculators are thinking. So Avengers X-Men, that's the longest title ever, by the way. Avengers X-Men Eternals Judgment Day, Free Comic Book Day, number one, Peach Mogul, one of 1,000 variant, pretty much one per store, I would imagine. Uh, but yeah, that's crazy. 9.8's hitting eleven twenty-five, $1,125. All right. What could be number one? I have no idea. Number one, we have Rogues Gallery number one. So per deadline, the Iron Man franchise actor's production label, This Radical Act, has optioned Hannah Rose May's Image Comics comic book, Rogues Gallery, in a competitive situation. Deadline has learned, oh, sorry, competitive situation, deadline has learned, period. Don Cheadle has a first look with industrial media and the plan is to adapt Rogues Gallery into a TV series. Sales have been briskly moving, clearing out all the cover price and under $10 copies. Tracked 74 copies sold, seven-day trend of 186%. High sale of $20 for a raw copy. A raw near-mint copy has a fair market value of $14. This book was only released a few months ago in July, so finding copies in the wild should be possible. The cool Third Eye Comics exclusive is also still available for $20. Hmm. Wow. It's amazing that uh, <clears throat> Image has come out with the Rogues Gallery before DC has a Rogues Gallery book. Has, I don't think, has DC ever actually came out with a book called Rogues Gallery? Uh, it was a Batman one-shot called Batman's Rogues Gallery, but it was more yeah. of like art book. It was, I don't think it was a storyline. Yeah. It was so, during the uh, No Man Land. Interesting play place for the apostrophe too like uh um like if it's a possession i'm not yeah exactly yeah, i'm no english yeah i'm no english major but uh in that rogues plural but i don't know help me it out it could here. be rogue from the x-men it's rogues like gallery. rogues the name as opposed to yeah. rogues gallery which would it's have a crossover rogues would have an apostrophe before comics. the s right what do i know man i'm i got <laughs> I got, I went, I got a public school education. So rogues gallery, number one coming in at the number one spot for the week. There we go. We got you in that's Chris 30 minutes right after the show. You'll be redirected over to near Nirvana for, uh, uh, bird city, uh, for Laura and the gals of near Nirvana. What are you guys talking about 
today, tonight. We actually have another cover reveal that we're going to be showing everybody. Uh, Trish Forstner, who did the Genie book, did a cover for us that we'll be elaborating on. So make sure you guys head over there. Little hints, it is another homage and it is Nintendo themed. All right. Well, yeah, you have my address, so uh, you know what to do. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like I said, read the tea leaves. Trish Forstner is a hot, hot artist right now, and homage variants are hot right now. So, speaking of hot, let me see, who should I pick? Uh, Nemesis Prime. <laughs> Any last? Damn, words? really? You went, you went with me, man. Come on. Way. I could have went either way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. No, um, great list. Uh, check me out tomorrow night. Whatnot. New times, nine o'clock on the whatnot Nemesis Prime. That's it. That's it. And I guess just leaves us with plain old Zach. Zach, oh, any thanks, last man. words? All right. No, just check out a uh, newest episode of Comic Con podcast on Friday. We'll drop on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast, Amazon, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Okay. And if you're also listening to us to on Rewind. Alexa, play Lords of the Long Box podcast on Spotify. All right, it didn't work. For, I mean, if, if you have an Alexa device around you, it will work. <laughs> trust me. And But you have to have Spotify, too. But uh, thank you guys all for joining us. For Nemesis Prime, Zach, and Laura, keep digging in the Long Box. And we'll see you Thursday for the Shakers List. I promise you, a letter is the Long Box on Wednesday. But so far, we haven't got anything substantial. So um, I'm not going to do it last minute. So I'm going to take the day off uh, and just uh, chillax. Maybe I'll sell some books, man, because uh, I need to go through and slab some stuff because I heard there's some really fast turnarounds right now for CGC. So mm-hmm. time to take advantage of it, boys and girls. And hey, Until next time, keep digging in them Long Boxes and peace out.